Welcome to the Daryl Smith Podcast Show. Our voices, our views, our generation. Let's conversate. Hello again, everybody, to another installment of the Daryl Smith Podcast Show today. I want to get started by saying I wanted to talk a little bit about my last episode I just recorded with Miss Sunny Beam. It was a phenomenal episode. I mean, I had a lot of insights from her. She's a phenomenal woman, motivation person. I mean, anyone that would listen to her and seen her for a coaching session cannot help to be motivated to want to strive and do more in their lives. Like I said, we're definitely going to have her on again once this book, Mirror Mirror, becomes to a movie. I'm going to have her on again. And maybe I might be able to get a chance to meet maybe with us with myself, meet a celebrity. You never know. Now I'm going to get right down to it for this episode here. So I wanted to give an update to everybody. I was talking about the last couple episodes I've done about uh, Eric Chauvin, the police officer in Minneapolis who was convicted for killing George Floyd back last year, May 25th of 2020. So this past Friday, June 25th of this year, he got convicted in state prison for 22 and a half years. Now, that is as a caveat to that. It says here, if he qualifies for good behavior, Chauvin will serve 14 and a half years in prison until December 10th, 2035. He'll be 59 years old, and the rest of the time will be supervised provision released in June 8th of 2043. Like I said, good behavior is based on the state level. Now, keep in mind, he has not been tried on the federal level yet, and once the federal government gets done with him and sentence him, if he makes it through prison, if he survives, he won't get out to before 70 years old, I don't think, personally. So I think it's great that they came down and they gave him a pretty lengthy sentence. I think that maybe should have been stiffer and that he should have maybe been out with no possibility of getting out, no parole or no good behavior. He should be able to what he did for the heinous crime he did last year by killing George Floyd on camera like that. He should have been prison for life. But the justice system is set up that they give people opportunities if they do right to get out early. But that being said, my personal analysis that I mentioned before, in order for this to happen to change things in the criminal justice system and for unarmed black people or black men and women to not get killed anymore by police officers, first needs to be done. They need to go ahead in the Senate and pass this George Floyd crime bill for once and for all. Get it passed. Put aside your political differences. Get this done. Because once you get this done, it's going to hold police accountable. Secondly, if anyone does kill an unarmed black person, it needs to be where it becomes a hate crime. Not only that. It's going to make it a lot stiffer and make them think twice about doing that. And also, for the punitive damages, for civil damages, instead of being on the backs of citizens like us, taxpayers, it should come from the police fraternity, fraternal order, police unions, and the police departments should be the ones that pay these settlements instead of being put, like I said, back on taxpayers. What it's going to do, not only is it going to make them think twice about doing this, secondly, it's going to hold them more accountable. And I do think you're going to start seeing a drop and these incidents happening. And it's arguments saying that people say we should defund the police. I don't believe in defunding the police. I think we should still have law and order in this country because without law and order, it would turn to the old Wild West, in my personal opinion. So you need police order, but you need to do is every state need to jump on board and sign bills at the state level up to the federal level to change it where no more chokeholds, no more these other necessary ways of dealing with people and do more about practicing more about negotiation and talking things out with individuals to try to de-escalate situations so they won't turn into violent situations and people can, everyone can be home safe and live through the situation. Because if someone dies, the victim, family members, they suffer. And the person that pulled the trigger, who killed this person, they suffer too. Even though Shabri, I think he deserved to be in prison for 22 and a half years, but his mother, his ex-wife, his kids, 
everyone in his family is suffering too because he's away for 22 and a half years. So I think by doing that, it's going to lead to less violent situations and make things a lot better, in my personal opinion. So that's my take on that. And that's all I have to say for this episode today. I mean, I know it's a little short, but I'll be back next time with another dose of installment of the show next month, a little bit longer episodes. Until then, everyone be safe, take care of yourself, and I'm out.